All right, welcome to another episode of Ruthless Obsession. I am your host, Kevin. And I'm and Scott. This is, there you go. We're still a little clunky there. Um, bringing you all of the sports arguments the world absolutely, positively needs to hear. Um, we were just talking about um, off-air Juju. You mentioned Juju. What do you think is going to happen to Juju? I know this is a little off-script for today, but you know, you mentioned how he's a bit of a punk. Do you think he's going to stay with the Steelers? I think he's a punk. I think that he is just—he's a new generation of of attention-starved athletes that care more about their personal brand than they do about winning a football game. So that's right. So I—I don't—I honestly don't care where Juju goes. I think wherever he goes, he's going to be mediocre at best. Um, he's not going to—I don't think he's going to resign with the Steelers. Maybe he will. I don't know. But I could see him like being just a like a wannabe Des Bryant, like not even as good as Des Bryant, but I don't know. No love for Juju. What do you think? Where do you think he's going to go? He's not a team guy, right, Scott? Not a team guy. Not no. a team guy. No, he cares about his TikToks more than anything. I don't care about Juju at all. I do it's a punk. I don't, I don't like him at all. And you did call him something. I can't remember what, but um, I don't know. I, he's a, he's a slot receiver that, that I, he'll be good wherever he goes. As long as he gets yeah. a good quarterback. Yeah, he'll, he'll go to he'll go to like San Francisco, and he'll him and Jimmy G will run around and. That's a he'll... good quarterback. <laughs> I mean, okay, couldn't you see him? Couldn't you see him extending Aaron Rodgers' career for like three more seasons? There's no chance in hell he's going to to Green Bay. Oh, no that's way. not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, couldn't Green Bay use a player like him? No, because they have Devontae Adams. They there's so and? many other there's there's so many other receivers that could go out there and get that would be better than Juju. Juju's not that talented that he's going to extend Aaron Rodgers' career. There's no way no way. Aaron Rodgers, he's going to be fine with his own career. He'll be he'll be he'll be good regardless of the receivers that are around him. There's no way. There's no way. Just no way. so we have that on record. There's zero way. But there's the zero way. The Packers do have some pretty good young guys. Lazard is yeah, good. Sure. I mean, he he's going to be really good. Um so, you know, I don't know. I don't really want Juju on the Packers. <laughs> I'm fine with Devontae and Lazard. Juju is a poor man's Jarvis Landry. Very different play. You, you're smiling like you don't know if that really tracks. <laughs> I just I was looking at both of you guys' reactions. You guys were just like looking off off to the side. Well, I'm thinking about that because I like I like Jarvis. Jarvis He's... is good, but I'd rather have Jarvis than Juju. That's fair, even though Jarvis is like seven years older. Yeah, I know. Wow, that's that's crazy. Um, well, let's quickly do a quick run around for all the sports news that's going on. And nothing that like I'm not breaking anything, obviously. But um, we mentioned hockey in the last episode or two. Um, I have been following with Minnesota Wild. They're up to a really good start, um, but I don't know how long that'll last. Um, have you guys watched any Pens games? Only here and there. They they started off really really bad. I think they won three in a row recently. Um, uh, had some they have some goalkeeping troubles because mm. they you know obviously didn't keep Flurry a long time ago and got rid of Matt Murray now. So they're just they they got some serious holes. Has there. Anybody, I think they've yeah, they've guys. given up twenty one goals in five games. It's a, a lot. lot. <laughs> Has anybody calculated? I remember last season for baseball MLB um, they calculated like if you won 
three games in a row because of the shortened season. It's also it's, it's almost like having like a ten game winning streak. Has anybody calculated that for for I NHL? Think, I don't know the exact number off the top of my head. Someone did. I think I think one win is the equivalent of like two and a half or three games. Right. So so if you and because everyone's only playing people within the division, it's it's pretty significant. So if you lose two in a row, that's like a that's like a six or seven game losing streak, which is you don't want to do. Have you guys landed on a team yet to to really follow? For hockey? Yeah. I'd do it now. Got to do it now. I mean, for me, it's really easy to just fall into following the pens. Um, I mean, every single sports radio that I listen to locally is like all pens all the time. So like, yeah, I mean, I, I think I just would say I know the most about the pens, but I wouldn't mind trying to branch out and find a different team. Um, so, yeah. I'd like to get, a, I would like to root for a Canadian team, but I'm not sure which one. Cause I, I just can't get behind teams that are in cities that never have snow or ice. Mm-hmm. I feel like they shouldn't even have a hockey team, to be honest with you. Like put more teams in Canada and that'd be, that'd be cool. Um, yeah. You know, I just like, okay, the Tampa Bay Lightning, yeah, they're so great, whatever, but they live in Tampa Bay. I mean, they have to manufacture all the things that they use to practice. Like there's no, you know, no, no, no one, no one grows up in, you know, in the, in the swamps of Florida. And it's like, you know what, damn it. I'm going to be a hockey player when I grow up, you know, like that's just not, that's not, and maybe there is one. And you know what? Good for that guy. If, you know, if that one guy that did it. But no one does that, so there shouldn't be a team there. You know, I, I want mean, to. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, 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 no, no hockey team south of the Mason Dixon. <laughs> I mean, that's right. You know, I mean, you have all the all the best teams are northern anyway, uh, aside from the Lightning. But if you're thinking Canada teams, um, the the Maple Leaves are really really good, but they've they're that team that has that postseason curse on them. It's been like over two decades or something since they've won a first round you know, matchup in the playoffs. It's been like, pretty bad. Aren't pretty much like all the Canadian teams have a major curse and they haven't won in forever. When was the last Canadian team that won the Stanley it's Cup? It's been a long time. I, I think it might have been the Canadians. But, you know, the Senators, I, I know for from the whole 2000s, the, the first decade of the 2000s, you know, the, whatever. Um the uh, the senators were always facing off against the pens in the playoffs like that's that's the matchup i re- i remember the most as like a young sports fan kind of not really paying much attention to hockey but i'm i'm pittsburgh so the pens were always playing the senators so they had a couple years there where they were i think they were good um but yeah they the canada team hasn't won the cup in a long time yeah but you but if you're going to choose a team and, and get locked in now's the time to do it i mean season's early lots lots still to happen but but jump on, dude. We'll 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 play this by year as the season goes. But I think early on, I'm feeling I mean, I'm gonna need to do some more research. But like the Winnipeg Jets or something like that might be. We should have forward. a reveal show. We should okay. we should have a reveal where both of you, both of you just like lock that. in, and even if it still depends, we'll, we'll we'll lock in on a team. And we could do this for other sports because I, I I try to watch everything, even though there's there's a time. But uh, I but I yeah. would also like to choose like a soccer team that. I really want to like get into and care about MLS or European just all over the world. Just it's find, tough. find any soccer club that you want to just become like, that's my team. I, I root for them no matter what, you so, know, 
So um, me and my buddy, I think maybe two years ago, went through all of the EPL teams. There, even some of the relegate, the currently relegated teams, went through all of their history and kind of did some like soul searching on which EPL team felt the best to follow. And we were going to choose a team together and go all in. And I'm really glad we did that. And, and Scotty, you probably really enjoy that because you're a big European, you know, UK history guy. Sure. But we landed on Liverpool. So like I. But the, but the problem is, is that especially being in the U.S., I mean, it's not impossible to watch the games because they just they just happen early in the morning. Got to wake up. Um, you just got to wake up. But a lot of a lot of the other teams, like you have to find streams for them because they're not going to be on NBC Sports or or whatever. So that's that's the only challenge with with European soccer. Um, but in the U.S., I went to the very first um, NYCFC match. In, in Yankee Stadium, the very first game they've ever had. So as long as MLS stays stays around, that's my team, even though I don't follow them all that well. I like it. And I suggest good. you guys do the same. We'll, we'll, we're going to do that. One of, one, of, one of our topics for a future podcast will be the reveals of, of all, all the sports that we don't have, all the sports that we don't have, like solid, like, hey, this is we're going to do it for each one. And we're going to become super fans of all those teams. Australian oh, football, here we come. I, I can't in, yeah. wait to become a super fan of a golfer. You just you <laughs> have to pick a golfer and you just have to ride or die with that golfer. Let's go. I feel bad. I already have all of these things. I won't be able to contribute well, to I all mean, of those episodes. But you can still like name yours. That that'd be fine. Like you yeah. can talk about, you know, why you decided to follow them just like you did for, you know, MLS team, but and we got we'll we'll put all we'll put all the stuff we'll put all of our our lists of of our our teams on our social media oh, twitter yeah. and all that stuff got to have it got to have cool. it all right um the last thing before we get into our main topic is um i just wanted your initial thoughts on mcgregor i mean the, the dude came back hadn't fought in a long time been out of the sport i think there were some political reasons why he didn't get fights he's also kind of going through some domestic violence stuff i think but you know of course, ESPN's not talking about that. Shots fired. But, uh... <laughs> they would they would only talk about that if if he was being drafted for the NFL, and they would and they they would talk about it right after he got picked, you know, in the second round or whatever. Then they'll talk mm-hmm. about all the tragedies that his family suffered as they rejoiced that someone got drafted in the NFL. Uh, Anyways, who are you mad at? I'm mad at ESPN <laughs> because they because you know they can't let just people be happy on draft day. They got to talk about all the worst moments of their lives right right after they got picked, you know? I think McGregor actually did have some, like, domestic violence stuff that he's working through. So it's a bit different than a, draft, a rookie draft pick whose dad battled cancer, and they're just now, and they're, like, feeding off of the, the grief or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that was a pivot, Scott. It was a pivot. But you know what? You can tell that I'm very heated about that, that topic. I guess so, yeah. Like come come our draft our draft day podcast you'll be hearing from me about that topic so anyways i'm not surprised that he has some type of domestic issues because he's a freaking mma fighter those all they all they do is just all they know how to do is move their fists and kick like i mean they, that's how they that's how they resolve conflicts so yeah of course he didn't use his words and beat somebody up most likely or gotten some type of altercation although i feel Big like shot. you're un, a bit unfairly generalizing um, oh for I, sure I, 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 I get <laughs> Uh, I as as a as a entertainer, I really like Conor McGregor just because he he's got the best mouth in the business. Dude, but, even after he gets knocked out, he's still talking shit. He's still like, yeah. you know, everybody come and fight me if you want a piece of this. Like, let's go. You know, it's awesome. 
He is yeah. he's super entertaining. He should uh, he should make a run in, in the uh, WWE if he's that oh, good of a talker. He would be great. Well, he's a little bit unscripted for the scripted WWE. <laughs> Maybe he'll be exactly what that uh, what that organization needs. You know, a little bit of a little bit of uh, unscripted chaos. I'm sure it'd be better than Ronda Rousey, who looks like a looks like a, a vanilla ice cream cone. It's so plain and boring. Actually, I like vanilla ice cream cones, so I don't know why yeah, I said that. Sorry. Yeah. Ronda Rousey was boring. That's my point. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. You guys want to get into it? Let's get into it. All right. Um, the big news that actually just broke yesterday, I believe, so that would have been on the 23rd of January, uh, was Matt Stafford and the Lions. Um, I, I might get some of the language wrong, but basically they, as, as the Lions are going through an overhaul of their front office, um, both the Lions and Matt Stafford agreed to part ways. Um, he's still under contract for, I believe, another year, maybe two years. Um, but they've agreed to um, be open to any trade offers that that either his agent or or they can work out with another team. So I guess just not going through every single team that needs a quarterback. But but I don't know. Just what are your general thoughts on Matt Stafford as a player and and what's the, the, the number one team you'd like to see him go go to? I think that Matt Stafford is probably one of the one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the NFL, given the situation and the environment that he's always been in his entire career. He's always played for a, a very not great Detroit Lions team. I mean, they've had flashes of, of success, but he's always played in a tough division with really tough teams that were really good. I mean, having to play the Packers and the Vikings two times every single year for the last five or six years, that's tough for anyone, let alone a team that in an organization that never seems to get it together like the Detroit Lions. So I think you take Matt Stafford. He's, well, he's 33 years old. He's got two, like you said, two more years, pretty, pretty, pretty team friendly contract. I think um, for, for um, the value that he would provide. I think he's going to make a team great. He he could take a team that, that has a decent roster and is missing a quarterback to playoffs for sure. I'm thinking the biggest one right now, if I was the GM of this of this organization, I would do whatever it takes to get him, the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, I was not expecting you to say Colts. I think um, I think the Indi- I think if the Indianapolis Colts went out and got Stafford, they they had some success with Philip Rivers. I think Stafford is a huge upgrade over Philip Rivers, only because of where Philip Rivers is in his career relative to where Stafford is. I think that roster with Matt Stafford at the helm, the tough, gritty, like hey. Let's, let's blue blue collar quarterback. Let's let's get it done. They will make it deep into the playoffs next year if they get him. And he's worth a first round pick in my mind. If I'm the Colts organization, a first round pick. That's what that's what the reportedly that's what the that's what the Lions are are seeking for Stafford as a first round pick. And for I think that they'll be old guy. And I think for with two years on a deal. But I think a team like a team that is ready to go that is just missing a quarterback. I think it's it's worth a first round pick to get him to take your team deep into the playoffs. I don't know. I mean, I, I wasn't thinking the Colts, but now that you say it, I mean, I think it fits. I mean, I I will say we we agree a lot. It sounds like on just the quarterback Matt Stafford is, I have always liked Matt Stafford. The dude's tough. Um, The, he can make any throw. He's got a big arm. Um, Even though he's kind of like skinny fat because he's got a, a round face. Um, the dude's athletic. He can move around the pocket. It's it's really he really is impressive. He's just always been on a loser. So 
Um, I've always said being a, being a Browns fan, I've always compared my situation to the lions and been like, I'll take Matt Stafford in a heartbeat. Maybe not so much now, but, but for the last, you know, as long as he's been playing, I've always, I've always been a fan of his. So I, I like the idea of the Colts because you're right. They've got a really good defense. They've got a lot of good offensive weapons, even though T.Y. Hilton's kind of meh. But if, but I don't just don't know if I feel good about a first round pick for someone who's 33, who probably, given all of his injuries and stuff, probably has three more good years. I mean, that's probably the cap there. But I think if I were if I were Stafford, the team that I would want to go to. I mean, I've got a couple teams that I would be excited for him to go to, but Cam Newton was only on a one-year deal. So let's talk New England. I mean, could you see Belichick? I mean, we all kind of thought he was trying to do it with Cam, but Cam's a very different kind of quarterback than the style of offense that that, um, Belichick and who's their OC? Uh, McDaniels? McDaniels, yeah. He's very different, but Stafford... I mean, more of a pocket guy. I don't know. I, I mean, we were talking about Andy Dalton could take the the Patriots to to the, deep into the playoffs. Imagine if, if Stafford was there. I was also going to bring up Patriots because, like, Belichick always gets like good offensive linemen, really can protect the quarterback, and like with Stafford's arm. I mean, you give that dude time, he's going to find the end zone a lot. It's no question. I- don't disagree with anything you said. The only thing I would say is I don't know if if the asking price of the Lions is a first round pick. I don't see the Patriots giving up because they're what they're picking like eleventh or something like that. There's no way they're going to yeah. give that up to get to get them. And there'll be another team like a, if the Colts are drafting like in the twentieth pick in the first round. You telling me if that's if that if that one pick is all you needed to get a quarterback for two years that you is a solid proven starter that's gonna that's gonna it's worth it. I mean, who you get a draft instead? What do you? What's your biggest need? What are the Colts' biggest needs? It's quarterback. And well, you're not gonna yeah, get because they literally don't have one. But but I will tell you, and and Nick, our other brother, would tell you also, who's a big Colts fan. He likes Jacoby Brissett. I mean, the team likes. I'm, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm not saying that he's the solution or the answer or whatever. But they like him a lot. They they mm-hmm. ran him when even when they had Rivers this year. So maybe we I saw think, yeah. we saw a season of what a full season of Jacoby Brissett at the helm, and, and he was fine. And they went like six and ten. What do you mean fine? Like, that was, that was like took, two or three years ago. It was last season. It was no. literally last season. Was it? Yeah, and Could then they guys... signed Philip Rivers to a one year deal, and they went to the playoffs. Could you get you Stafford? Get... Oh. You're gonna go to the AFC Championship. Sorry, Andrew. Go ahead. No, no, that's fine. I was gonna say, could you guys see him going to like the Bears? That's the other team I was thinking. I mean, I mean, the, in, the, the, Bears... in the division. <laughs> I mean, he's got. I mean, well, the, the big thing with the Bears is Allen Robinson has been looking for a contract for a long time. They haven't given him one, not a long term one anyway. So I don't think they're gonna franchise him because I think they might have franchised him last season. But either way, he's been very, very public about they're not even talking to me or, you know, there's not getting anything done there. So if I was, if they had Allen Robinson for sure, then that would be really interesting because he's really good with, with Stafford. That would be a pretty good team, even though I'm not sold on Montgomery yet as a running back, but, and I don't really know what other, what other issues they have as, a, as an offense, but the defense is good. That Yeah, that would be a solid place too. Another place that I think would be really good. I don't think this is likely, but 
a, a thing that I would just love to see is Matt Stafford going to the or the Las Vegas Raiders and playing under Gruden. I think get the, Derek Carr's time needs to be done in Las Vegas. He's he's done all that he can do. He'll never take that team any more than what they've done. Stafford could take them to the playoffs too. And boy, wouldn't that be a fun team to watch in the playoffs? John Gruden and Matt Stafford and that solid that solid team that they've kind of gotten built. I think I think they could they could make some noise. All right, you're officially putting your stake in the ground on the Raiders will never do anything with Derek Carr. Yeah, for sure. As long as Derek Carr plays for the Raiders, they will not make the playoffs. Period. Well, they almost made the playoffs this year. Yeah, almost. When they expanded it to seven <laughs> teams and they still didn't make. I mean, there's no way. They, I get you. I haven't been a Derek Carr guy. I mean, I I just think Gruden likes him a lot. You know, we have a lot about? Hmm. Who do you think? Who do you think will get a new team first? Stafford or Deshaun Watson? I think Stafford will. And here's the only reason why I say say that is because I think that there's there's so much talk and conversation and 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 uncertainty around who's actually going to take over the Texans organization. And so they're going to they're going to get that figured out first before they decide what to do with Deshaun Watson. Meanwhile, Detroit already has Dan Campbell, which I don't know if you saw his press conference. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but they they clearly have an idea of what they want to do. <laughs> it makes me watching that again. It made me feel like all of the development the developments the sport has made just digressed to like like thirty years, forty years, just caveman style. Rub your rub, put your hand in the dirt, and you know, <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's right, That's Dan right. Campbell. I mean, the dude is like a is, he's. I don't want to say he's a meathead because he might be a smart guy, he might be a good leader or whatever. But how do you how do you interview that guy? Because you got to imagine that's the stuff he's telling the owners. Oh, for sure. In his interview, yeah. So like, taking a kneecap and and you, you're gonna have to punch us three times in the face. <laughs> we're gonna get our butts kicked. But each time we're gonna get up and bite a kneecap on the way up. That's right. We're gonna get destroyed every game. But you know what? We're gonna be we're gonna be angry about it. Like okay. Yeah, okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel so bad for I mean, and talk about uh, uh, such a stark difference between Man Campbell and Matt Patricia. I mean the, the dudes could not be more different. Totally different. And that I mean I I would imagine if I'm a Detroit Lions fan, hearing the first words that he says, where he's like, "Yeah, I'm not just going to give the whole same old talk, like, oh yeah, we're gonna, you know, this is going to be a new year." It's like he's like, "No, no, we've we've stunk for a long time, and now this is this is we're going to change. We're going to punch people in the in the mouth and we're non patellas and all whatever it is." Like, <laughs> it it it, I I could see them like getting kind of excited about that right now, and then they lose four games the first four games of next season and they're already going to be calling for him to be fired for sure. We'll see. I mean, you don't go through this big of an overhaul, getting rid of your franchise player, getting a whole new head coach, a very different kind of head coach without buying in and I don't know, planning on giving him some leeway, especially as they kind of wade through the muck. Yeah, they have to, because what is this line seem going to look like next year without, without a quarterback? I mean, we're going to, we're going to, when do they draft? What's their draft order? Do we know? Oh, I think they might even be top ten. They might be top ten, but, but like, yeah, I mean, they've got they've got some talent on offense. I don't know about defense. I know they had they, they had Slay, seventh. but I think Slay went to seventh. 
Seventh. Slay wants to beat yeah. the Eagles. Yeah, seventh. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like the Lions have two or three running backs that could be starters on other teams. But because they're on the Lions, they're in a timeshare and they're terrible because <laughs> their yeah. offense is just bad. So, and Galladay, Galladay didn't play hardly all season, and I think that he's looking for a new deal. Unless they just re-signed him to a big deal. I'm not Either sure. way, I mean, he's the only. I mean, Marvin Jones. Okay, he's like one of those Mohamed Sanu guys. But yeah, yeah, Lions football. That's that's what everybody <laughs> wants to hear about. <laughs> I I do think the Colts probably makes the most sense though, because if if the Lions are looking for um, first round pick, the Colts pick twenty first. So their top three needs are quarterback. Um, cornerback and wide receiver so you're giving up your 20 like a 21st pick for matt stafford that's pretty good so yeah i mean and I you could draft corners that. and wide receivers all throughout the draft and yeah. still get good value in those positions meanwhile you gotta you gotta have a quarterback yeah. and the, the the colts the colts roster right now is built to win now they're not built they're not built to you know oh let's just wait it out for two or three years for a young guy to develop and let's find our guy no no no. they they've got a team especially if deshaun watson gets traded out of houston there is a vacuum in the afc south that a matt stafford led colts can just tear through you know urban meyer is gonna take a long time to rebuild down there and who knows how he's even gonna be you know a college coach coaching the NFL. The Texans are just this awful quagmire right now with their organizations in shambles. And I can't even remember the other team that's in the AFC South. It's so bad. Oh, the, the Titans. The Titans are okay. And but but like a Colts led by Matthew Stafford. Oh my gosh, they will run through. They'll they'll win. They'll win all the. They'll win six games guaranteed in the AFC South with Not Matt Stafford. Not if Trevor Lawrence has anything to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Last couple. Last thing on Stafford. Which teams do we really not want to see him go to? Like the, the one Steelers that, for sure. Oh, this, Sorry, I, was, I thought about the Steelers. Yeah, yeah, you did cut me off. I thought about the Steelers, but Ben is planning on coming back another year, and they, they just signed Haskins, which who the hell knows? But I don't think the Steelers will do it. Also, because they are, I don't know, they are uppity and they probably want to draft their own guy. But um, I was thinking that. I would feel so bad for Stafford if he ended up on either uh, the Broncos. I mean, can you see him at the? I mean, I could see him. I can see him up in the Bron or the Broncos, and I would just feel so bad for him because that team and that coaching staff. Like, I just don't see it. I could see Elway trying to get him too. Elway. Well, he's taking. He Elway's taking a back seat. You saw. I'm sure you saw that. I did see that. That's true. That's a good point. Um, but I'm sure he's a, also the Texans. Oh gosh, I I feel bad for any player that ends up on the Texans. I just don't even know what the heck's going on. I mean, I, I think that I actually think there's, think there's still a chance that Deshaun Watson stays with the Texans, especially if they say, all, with all the bad press that's been going on, they just say, "Hey, Deshaun, sorry, you're right. Like we're we we went a little off the rails. Like you basically pick our head coach for us. Like and and that would be the determining factor." Otherwise, I don't think he's going to stay. But I think there's a chance. But I would feel so bad for Stafford if he went down to the Texans, the brand new. But but you know, I don't think he'd do that because why is he leaving? If if why would he go to the Texans when he's leaving the Lions, who are basically going through the same exact thing? I think the Lions just don't want him anymore, and I think he's ready for something something different. Hmm. I don't think he. I don't know how much 
say he really has either. I don't. I mean, it's like he he has a no trade clause. I don't think. I would feel bad for him if he went to like the Falcons. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> Well, they'd have to they'd have to move on from Matt Stafford, and honestly, the Matt two Ryan. of them are Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matt Ryan. Matt's, you know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> he got one Matt. You got all Matts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but they would have to move on from Matt Ryan, um, and they're kind of they're not they're not the same quarterback, but the in terms of eliteness, they're pretty much right next to each other. I mean, Matt Ryan's been an MVP of the league before, so. But that would be, if I were Matt Stafford, I, I would want to go to the Falcons. I mean, that, that's a great offensive team, aside from Gurley. But you know, this one. What if, what if, what if the Cowboys decide to move on from Dak and get Matt Stafford instead? How about that down in oh, Dallas? I would, I would be, I would love that for Matt Stafford. But that Me would be too. such a stupid. That would be such a bad decision. Hey man, who knows? Who knows how Dak's ankle got reattached and how that's going? You know, I mean. That thing was completely off. Who knows how he's going to be afterwards. <laughs> right on. Well, either way, I hope he lands somewhere and is successful because I always root for the the franchise guys that, that, that stuck it out with their team for a long time and meant a lot to that city. And then it just, you know, either father time or just, you know, a front office decisions making a move. Um, I always root for those guys. I was rooting for Rivers last year. I was rooting for Cam last year. You know, it's just one of those things. So, yep. All right. Nice. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Um, we'll be back at you again in a few days. Um, I, I want to. There's tons of stuff I want to talk about. I want to talk about the Olympics coming up. That, that's the next thing I want to talk. If about. we even have an Olympics. Oh, sh- oh, what a cliffhanger! What a great note to end on. All right, cut, cut it. <laughs> All right. So if you've listened this far, you must, for some reason, like what you've heard. So, um, given that, please remember to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Make sure to follow us on Twitter at ObsessionCast for all future episode updates and whatever else we might post sports related or otherwise. Thanks for watching.